the advice from the bottom of my heart would be to be yourself, uh, to develop yourself, to cherish yourself, uh, to cherish the diversity in other people, and uh, to try every day to become a better human. This podcast shows that Ukraine is not what foreigners see on television. In reality, Ukrainian people are much better, much more interesting and friendly than other people expect. This podcast is about the real life, experiences, work, and personalities of Ukrainian people everywhere, so that foreigners discover the positive truth about Ukraine hear the voices of Ukrainians, visit the country and invest in the economy, creating more opportunities for the younger Ukrainian generations to stay and build their country. Hello, my name is Aziz and I have a deep connection with Ukraine. My grandfather volunteered in 1987 to help liquidate the Chernobyl chemical radiation because he believed in humanity. He was a real hero for me, and even though he struggled with cancer after that, for the rest of his life, he always told me many great things about Ukraine and its people. Then, from 2018 to 2019, for two years, I began working with UNICEF in Ukraine to help build orphanages for the children who lost their families in the war. I couldn't return to Ukraine in 2020 because of COVID-19, so this project is my volunteer work to help Ukraine. And thank you all so much for the support. This podcast now is ranked number one on Apple Podcasts about Ukraine, top 100 travel podcasts in France, in Switzerland, and in Ireland, top 60 travel podcasts in the United Kingdom and in Norway, top 50 in Sweden, in Canada, in Italy, in Spain, and in Jamaica, top 25 travel podcasts on Apple Russia, top 20 on Apple Poland, in Belarus, and in the Netherlands, and top 10 in Finland, Romania, Cyprus, Thailand, South Korea, and on the Maldives Island. So please keep supporting this project. Together, we have already reached 100 interviews. So the next goal is 150 interviews of Ukrainian people on this podcast, and we will reach there together. And if you want to learn more about this project or to send me a message for whatever reason, go to the Instagram aziz.future. It is also written in the description of this podcast. My guest today is Olga Timoshina. From the Kiev National Economics University to PwC Academy Ukraine to volunteering at the American English School Camp for Children from Rafishstein Bank Aval, to being a senior finance manager at Rovex Telecom, to now a senior financial manager at DM Market, Olga is a lifelong learner. She does art occasionally from painting to clay and swimming as a sport, although the pandemic reduced her chances to explore and engage in her hobbies. Ten years ago, she used to do parkour, that's how she met a lot of great people. And now she is building a community around her house. She reached a house chat with 33 out of 117 
floods. Olga, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Uh, thank you a lot for uh, giving this opportunity to participate in this uh, interviews in this podcast. It's really cool. Uh, well, let's start. Thank you. And I will begin with my favorite new question, which is this, Olga. These days, these periods, this week, what seems to be the thing going on on your mind that you think about often? Well, recently I have been thinking a lot of the what would be my next like career step and that the next 10 years should be the most rich with events in my life. And that has been going through my mind a lot because now I'm 28. Uh, I have reached some plateau in my career, so I'm a senior financial manager, and I work in very cool project, uh, which uh, is an international project, which totally suits my international finance uh, well uh, studies level. Uh, and uh, I wish uh, to explore more, and I understand that I will have a lot of things uh, to be uh, started and finished within the next 10 years, that they should be very, you know, productive years of my life very productive years to explore yeah. and you wish the next 10 years to be rich in events well what kind of things does your heart wish for that could be examples if the 10 years went perfectly and you can share such goals uh, well, uh, well, some goals are connected with my work. Some goals are connected with my personal life. Uh, if we speak about my personal life, I went uh, to get a driving license. I didn't have a chance yet. I went to buy my first car. I went to buy my first house, and it's very important for me. Uh, and uh, it, it, take, it takes a lot of my time. <laughs> of, of uh, like I. I put a lot of my work and effort in ensuring this and to making this happen without any, you know, uh, mortgages or anything like this. Uh, and uh, I want, uh, well, the next three years, I will probably work in the same company as I do. And uh, at D-Market, we work uh, with uh, uh, computer games. And uh, this is a very cool uh, market and uh, it's very interesting to me to work here uh, because the market is a startup and I like saw all of the uh, stages of developing of the company with international reach uh, and uh, with raising uh, venture capital. And uh, I get that the next I would love to well, get more involved in that venture capital world and in knowing more businesses. I love that answer. So what I am hearing, and please correct me if this is wrong. Well, you have been involved with the startup and it was very cool to be involved and see all the different stages of evolution of such a, a computer games company that is going internationally and it suits your international finance taste and you wish to maybe be involved in venture capitalist um, work or private equity, if I might add. Yeah. And on a personal level, you didn't have time and you don't have much time to do two things. You wish to get a driving license, buy your own car, and you want to buy your Flat. own house. Yeah. Flat, and, to have without, <laughs> and to have children. And you don't want to have mortgages, etc. Is this correct? Yeah, more or less. 
well, which one would be the most important? Let's say for the next 10 years, you can have one goal perfectly, but you're not allowed to have all of them. (laughs) You have to choose a very cruel question, either to have your flat and children. So it's full or to have a car and your driving license and you can drive all across wherever you wish, or you will become like a venture capitalist queen of Ukraine and the region. (laughs) (laughs) Which one would you choose? And you're not allowed to choose more than one. I guess that if we take the 10 years perspective, it would be like impossible to get uh, as much uh, knowledge to get to become a venture capitalist queen. Uh, But uh, well, it's hard to choose. I want to have it all. And uh, I guess that uh, house and family would be, well, would be like... uh, uh, taking up in my priorities in the next 10 years taking higher because like uh, last 10 years and like all of my life I guess I have been studying a lot of studying and I put a lot of effort in work in studies and all of that and uh, sometimes I feel that I, I'm, I'm working too hard too much uh, and uh, I think that I need to now give uh, in the next step of my life to give more time to my like some personal development to my family. Great. So most of your life you have been studying too hard, working very, very hard, and it was good. Yeah, But now (laughs) family and self-development is going up the priority for you, especially for the next 10 years. Well, let's imagine now you have your perfect flat and the perfect location with the perfect number of children and yourself developing and doing the hobbies you wish for. Well, if you can imagine that, share it. Like, where would the flat be located? Which style would you decorate it? How many children? What age when you think about this? What would be your hobbies daily? Maybe yoga, maybe swimming, maybe parkour again. Just share that image and vision. Uh, well, I don't think that, well, well frankly speaking, in, in terms of uh, all different hobbies, I had a lot of different hobbies. And I'm, but wait, uh, wait, I, I to have do to make sure. <laughs> one second, one second. Because you try to be realistic, and I don't want you to yeah. be like before when I said, oh, in 10 years you'll become the venture capitalist queen. You said, oh, it won't be enough time to learn. <laughs> Imagine you had. I was like the magic genie <laughs> and I can give you any wish and change your brain and give you all the knowledge, etc. So limitless. Be like NZT. <laughs> Imagine you have the NZT pill. How would you be in an ideal world? The flat, the location, maybe in nature, maybe in the city, maybe a penthouse, the children everything share what you imagine there i don't know like if i was gonna say it because you're being too financial let's say I'm very financial. <laughs> yes. it's, uh, it, for me it's very hard to take apart my financial side because even like uh, uh, i do home budgeting a lot so uh, i'm very keen on personal finance and a lot of my friends when they have some well, stuff about personal finance they they always tell me i thought that you would come and you know do your commands about this because this is you're keen at that Uh, so and uh well buying for myself a house this has been a goal for me from i guess uh, the uh, university so i have been going to this goal and i think that i'm now like uh, 80 percent ready for this goal and i have been looking around on different uh, uh, houses flats etc and um 
what I hate about city and about municipal stuff that we have now, for example, in such big cities like Kiev, are two high crumbed uh, uh, houses. So they're like uh, a lot too much people in there. They're like 25 uh, entire uh, floors. And that's too much people. So uh, I wish I had uh, a flat in smaller house, like uh, in up to five or nine floors, not, not very, not too tall. And so that there were like more space around the, the that house just to spend time and a lot of you know some family businesses and etc because when you live in uh, in our modern 2020 and 2021 you see that uh, some uh, local um, businesses uh, they're really cool and that's uh, when uh, you have uh, when you need something and it's much better to go somewhere in the neighborhood than to go well in the downtown you know so i wish there were a better city infrastructure and uh, well there's a lot of things that i would like to have around my house that would be comfortable uh, and um, i want uh, i have one flat that i'm living in now and i want to rent it out so I won't be, you know, uh, Trump, <laughs> who was with all of the uh, uh, housing markets and etc. But still, this is some. Uh, well, I, I always think about finance in my life. It's very hard to take it apart, and I think that having this flat, I would spend more time there uh, with working uh, from home. Uh, that's that's that has been uh, practiced for a year and it's it works fine uh and if if everything goes perfectly as you said i wish i had two flats one in kiev another one in lviv because lviv is my native city i came from there i like the city a lot and uh but for myself uh, uh kiev has more opportunities uh and um I like the rush around the city. I like uh, this, a lot of, I mean, different personalities and uh, um, the possibility to meet new people with whom you don't have yet shared connections. So in Lviv, it has been very tough in my like last years of studies uh, in school that uh, when you meet some new people, you find out that uh, like you have already at least five of 10 connections. Uh, so that was... A little bit uh, well I didn't enjoy it much I would say so I like really new people and meeting them and uh, meeting them not only in Ukraine uh, but uh, also abroad so I think that my house would be like a fortress for me like a, a, a base for conquering the world and uh, that starts like with all of the challenges. I want to continue working with having well, children. I don't want, you know, to stay at home and uh, just uh, only like be uh, raising children. So I want to combine this. And this is the challenge that's going to be in the next 10 years. That's for sure. And I have a lot of cool role models from our company, our C4. Uh, she lives in London and uh, she runs our company and uh, our department and uh, she's really cool role model and successful lady so thank you up, I like it her if i understood correctly and i'm gonna ask a question after because you mentioned something very important 
Well, mm-hmm. to you, in an ideal world, you'll have two flats, one in Kiev and one in Lviv, and you wish the building to be maximum five stories tall and to be surrounded with local businesses and have the ability to go outside and have space, as well as being able to work from home. And you love the city of Lviv, which is where you grew up, etc. But what Kiev offers you is more connections with new people who you are not connected with in any other way. And you want maybe to rent your existing flat right now and become a mini Trump, but not so much. (laughs) And as a role model for you is, you said, the CFO, correct? Or the CEO? CFO the CFO of uh, the market that is a role model where you can work from home and have a flat and have children and family and work well and pursue and have everything. Like you said, I want to have everything. I want to have it all. But more importantly, you said your flat will be your fortress that you'll use to conquer the world, which is a very competitive and military metaphor. (laughs) Can you say about your attitude? Are you more of the go-getter driven, military minded, uh, very like woman of steel? Or what does that mean when you think about your flat as a fortress and your drive as conquering the world? Uh, well, home is a fortress that has always been uh, for me like the rule because uh, uh, we have a wording like uh, in our language that uh, even at home, even um, as well, was uh, healing. I didn't know how it's uh, the correct phrasal verb in English, uh, but it's something like this. Uh, so it's really a place of, of power when you can, you know, relax and concentrate at the same time. Well, that that's my feeling. One second. Well, why fortress and not sanctuary? Because sanctuary sounds so spiritual and because, nice. Because because I'm not religious person, <laughs> and uh, I'm I'm very goal oriented person. So if I have a goal, then like I really uh, plan all of my life and all of my doings to to meet that goal. And uh, well, my husband won't lie because uh, well, that telling that if I have something in mind, I will definitely uh, put it into action. About everything in my life. I love that. So I have to ask you, there is one of my favorite books. It's called uh, Barking Up the Wrong Tree. But Barking is the last name of the author, not just Barking. So it's a funny thing. And in it, he speaks about this. Look, one of the chapters, he says, yes, the harder you work, the more you will achieve in life. But the harder you work, the less balance you can have. So he argues that it's not possible to have it all, that if you want balance and to have strength in all areas, family, health, work, etc., you have to achieve less in all of them, but because you distribute your resources and efforts. Well, if you, like what you said, you give everything and you shape basically your life to achieve your target, well, life is made in a funny way that if you have more than one target, you're less likely to achieve any. So it's about one thing. Do you believe that it's possible for you or anyone working so hard or any human in general, unless one in a billion who is so lucky to have it all 
or is that something that we wish for but we cannot have and if so you believe it's possible what did you learn that you can share with the world so that we have more people who can work very hard and have it all at the same time well uh, i do agree that it's uh, it's harder to sustain balance uh when you work hard and like really that's uh, a coronavirus time when we shifted off to home that was stressful for the first time and at work we had a very uh, intense time because we were raising the first venture capital investment fund uh, round and uh, that was stressful uh, but um, it takes some time to accommodate and uh, well, you you live not, you know, as a butterfly one one day or one year and you plan ahead. So I do have some uh, uh, core goals and uh, some interim goals. And I do this with my home financing. So uh, each year and uh, each month uh, I go through uh, my plans and think what do I need what are the highest priorities and what are good to have but not so important and uh, then you structure it all so it, it goes from there I have some general goal which is some midterm goal and some small term short term goals and you just uh, go through it you have this path midterm long term go through the path and I'm going to go in another direction because you said that the market, it satisfies your international education and finance. I mean, the international focus of your education, and you seem to be interested in that. And when mm -hmm. you said conquer the world, that is such a metaphor for being international. Yeah. Can you relate why do you like the international focus so much? What's so important for it about, like, about that for you? Well, uh, like, uh, I'm a very pragmatic person. So from uh, the very trials, I remember we once had uh, an assignment to write an essay, like, why do we chose uh, some, uh, well, our uh, studies uh, direction? So why do we want to become some professional? So uh, I make it very uh, logical. So I have a good... Uh, um, talent in languages and uh, I know English on a great level and uh, advanced level and uh, I know some German and when I was younger I learned some other languages that I have never finished learning and that I wish to finish someday but this is not the, <laughs> the main goal but uh, why don't put it as an interim goal and uh, Still, English is an international language, and that fits me. Uh, I've, I'm very pragmatic and logical person, and uh, uh, for me, international finance gave this possibility to combine all of my strengths, uh, all of my logical way of thinking, all of my uh, pragmatism, uh, all of my creativity in some part, because I, I still do some arts, yes, and uh, creating and presenting some information is can still be artistic work. That, that might not be seen from, you know, different side if you are not working in a finance, but it, it does have some creativity and skill. And uh, I, I speak nice, so I used to, to do some acting, and I'm not afraid of people, 
well, I'm not a salesperson. Uh, I tried. That's not mine. I, I'm not able to sell stuff. But uh, I'm still good with speaking with people, with negotiating. And I want to do more in that and uh, to do more public speakings. Uh, so uh, international finance gives the possibility to uh, try yourself and to combine all of the strengths and to, well, do your job. And it's really very cool. I like it. I love that answer but i'm getting the financially focused olga i want more <laughs> to dive into your heart so let's go to another direction because it's great but what i'm trying to do even with this project is for ukrainian people to share their real heart so that each listener who listens feels like they made a new friend rather than receive the lecture if you know what i mean <laughs> No, I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but if it's something they can could find on Wikipedia or uh, on something like that, that's good. But what I'm trying to do, so this is the question. Now, I know you want to say, and you're like saying, that's my heart, and I'm so financially focused, and my friends see me at this, and yes, but I want your friends to be surprised today. So when you are alone or not alone, okay, the project with the flats that you made a chat um situation and community is that something that touches your heart yeah it does uh, and uh, hmm. no, it, it, it's very gonna... challenging okay okay let's not even go there no i'm gonna ask you this question <laughs> when you want to feel really alive really happy really balanced and just forget all troubles not be a financial person maybe remember how, the curiosity of a child and be little old guy again or something like your secret hidden um, fortress and sanctuary where you're free to do whatever you wish and there is an activity that makes you feel truly alive what could this be <sighs> that that's hard to choose i'm doing a lot of stuff that's like like hobbies for me but this is a great part of my life so for example uh that's all spot well, takes the international part and globalization part of the well, our world. So, I did some study of my uh, genealogy tree. Okay, so my family. Yes, you began uh, with study, which I'm not sure we're going in the right direction. But yes, go because I had Lydia who came here and she said genealogy. She has genealogy, with her grandmother. Yeah, yeah. right in well, a six hundred page book. And what I it allows so, I don't have so much in, input in, in this direction, but that gives me very interesting uh, feelings and um, peace. And I find a lot of things, and that, that's, uh, that's like you feel yourself like a detective, and that's very curious. And uh, well, my knowledge of English and international studies, etc., and globalization, that helps because uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, data is being uh, well digitalized recently, and uh, I have well, I uh, I get got in touch with some relatives that uh, we thought that we lost connection like at all, but uh, I managed to find relatives from uh, Israel, and uh, they're like uh, my granddad haven't spoke with his brother for like forty years. And uh, it was really very important for me to give them this possibility to speak with each other. I, I mean, know now. I found it. And please correct me if I'm wrong. 
when you mentioned parkour, you said one of the most interesting things was meeting interesting people. When you spoke about Lviv, you said you weren't allowed to meet and connect with really unknown and interesting people who you're not already connected with. The community of the houses, you mentioned the chat and communication. And now you said finding about family members who didn't communicate with each other. So it seems to me there is something about new people, people in general, community and communication that is important for you. Is this correct? Yeah, I'm totally social animal. <laughs> Tell me more. <sighs> There's a lot of connection that have been uh, established uh, between me and people uh, when I was in the university, when I was like back in Lviv, and I will still communicate with those people people a lot. But I'm very open to every new connection. So once we were in Israel uh, at New Year party and there were like 12 party of 12 totally strangers and they were very cool people and uh, that's not always that I stick with connections that I make but recently networking has been working better with my well professional career than with uh, some um, uh, friendship or something like this but uh, Okay, okay. So sorry. Let, let's speak about something else. Acting or parkour or art or swimming. If Which one of these really, really, really you love is something that you adore? I think that uh, present moment that would be art. Okay, perfect. Art, give me one example of art that you like. It doesn't have to be your most favorite, but something either you did recently or you like. Uh, I like uh, painting, and I do believe that puzzles is an art. <laughs> okay, which one? Let's speak about one. Which one do you feel your heart wants to speak about? Painting or puzzles? Let's go with puzzles because okay. you said about genealogy that when you're like a detective yeah. and you're, have, you're being curious, that is something exciting for you. Well, yeah. puzzles. Which part about the puzzle experience is your favorite? Is it like getting a new puzzle and just knowing you'll discover it and just begin that anticipation of beginning it? Or is it when you see yourself challenged and you're being there, competent, putting the pieces together? Or is it the enjoyment of being so curious about what will happen next? Or is it afterwards when you finish it and you feel proud or whatever emotion you feel or something else? Can you share? I enjoy the most the process of uh, collecting this puzzle, uh, the process of finding, of uh, looking around and f well, finding this uh, pieces. And uh, in, in general, well, what I do is after the picture is, uh, uh, well, the puzzle is done. So I see for the picture, I glue it to the, to the, so I like make it like a picture to hang. Yes, you frame it. Yeah, and, I frame it. Yeah, <laughs> I place frame it, it on the wall. Yeah, and place it on the wall. So I currently have two pictures already, which are hanging, and they are all big ones. So like meter by seventy centimeters, something like this. So it's uh, two thousand, three thousand pieces, 
and I'm uh, collecting now the one that has been uh, well, my colleagues uh, gave me as a present, and I want to hang it in the well uh, at our workspace. It's so loft one, and I guess that uh, my current what, what I'm what I'm uh, collecting that would fit there well. I love that. So look at those two frames and art pieces that are puzzles. Why are they so valuable or important or satisfactory for you? Uh, it uh, helps me to uh, get my mind off of my work, of my finance part, <laughs> and uh, helps me to relax. And at the same time, this is the part when you're creating something, but uh, with no risk, uh, you know, with, for example, when you're painting, just painting with a, a brush, yes, uh, few strokes away and uh, well i'm perfectionist and so i then feel that something is not wrong and i want to remake it and it takes longer and sometimes i can be uh well not in the best mood because i didn't sustain what i wanted so there the, my expectations and results didn't meet but with puzzles uh your expectations uh, like always meet the results so you are not able to ruin the picture in general and you will still create uh, something that's uh, that you aimed at. So there's some safeguarding for you. Like a fortress, <laughs> a safeguard. So if I understood you correctly, you're a perfectionist and you like it when your expectations meet your results. And therefore painting, for example, if a stroke isn't gone perfectly and it's not the result that you expected or wanted, uh, which is not your goal, then you're not in a good mood. Yeah. But when you have puzzles and you put the pieces together, you know for a fact that as long as you're putting the pieces in the right place, the final outcome will be as expected or as shown on the box, which is something that you like and that makes you feel um, nice and Peaceful, good. Is this yeah. correct? Peaceful, yeah, that's correct. Uh, there's too much chaos sometimes in life and uh, at work and uh, in making decisions and like in general uh like um un un unlike i guess europe uh, or us we have more some natural chaos in ukraine goose chaos but uh, sometimes uh, you you just need to have this harbor of peace and expected results no 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 a harbor a fortress <laughs> safeguard what is this okay okay now I'm going to guess, and please correct me if I'm wrong. When you were a little girl at some point, there was a time where you, what you did didn't meet your expectations or some other people's expectations, and you felt hurt somehow emotionally. And therefore, there was a desire and a need to be perfect in order to be in a fortress, protected, safeguarded from all pain, because as long as you're perfect and you're not even your expectations, I'm not even sure about that, because unless you have such a critical mind and a voice that's always nagging you in your head, expecting you to be more than you are, which for most people will be their mother's voice for some reason <laughs> or whatever. So is this something that is a factual thing in your life that at some point you were more free-flowing, but then you felt pain from not being perfect and there was a drive for always reducing risk and chaos etc i think that this is uh, the problem uh, something going from the education 
of uh, that, like we have this, uh, you need to be a student with merits, uh, a strong A student, strong A in everything. Who said that? Was it like a teacher or was it? This is the general education model. Yes. And do you believe that most students in Ukraine are A plus students? Well, I think that we are diverse. So do all students in Ukraine believe they have to be A plus students or why did it impact you more? Uh, I think that this is because like of our parents that they had to, to believe that they wanted us to be successful and to be successful, they wanted us to be strong A students. And that was like, for example, um, I don't have any like musical talent, but uh, to be a strong A student, you still need to have A in music. So it was something you needed to work a lot on. And is it something? Yeah, but uh, well, well, I think that our education does not give enough uh, freedom to develop yourself, to develop your well, good strengths and skills. Because uh, we have a very like general level, like you need to know a lot of everything. But I, 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 th- I think that a lot of people that don't care about this and they succeed anyway. But for me, I had to overcome this, of this like perfectionist from school. Yes. And even especially in the music, you had to have that music talent, but you're not that person anymore. You're much more independent. You'll soon even have your own flat, yeah. which I'm sure everyone in the educational system didn't manage to do. So you're better than them. And now you know much more. And when it comes to your children, would you? what would you tell them about that being a strong A student or not? Will mm-hmm. you let them be more free or would you be strict about the education as well? I like the, the the model of education, for example, in like Nordic countries, because uh, they are more about becoming a good person, about uh, exploring your potential and not yeah. only studying. So with my children, I guess I will be with more about personality, yes, finding their key strengths and trying to enforce them and not only studying. Yeah. Studying is good, but you need to have some different motivations. I agree. And if they don't want to do or don't have an artistic talent, they shouldn't spend their time on that. And to almost finish, if you had some piece of advice from your heart that maybe some listeners will benefit from, and maybe even to yourself, it will be valuable, what would you share? The advice from the bottom of my heart would be to be yourself, uh, to develop yourself, to cherish yourself, uh, to cherish the diversity in other people, and uh, to try every day to become a better human. Thank you, Olga. That's really valuable. And since you said you're open to new people, if some people want to meet you, to connect with you, I mean online, to message you, to learn more, what are the best places, websites, links to go? I guess uh, that would be... Uh, LinkedIn in professional aspects. Uh, uh, it can be Instagram that you um, that I shared with you or Facebook. I'm more on Facebook. Thank you. I will write your LinkedIn and Facebook in the description. And thank you, Olga, and I wish you a great day.